today we are with Gautam once again. Thank you, Gautam, for coming to Goa and giving us your time. So today, uh, Gautam, I'd like to talk to you about a very, very important topic, which uh, is very common. There are many devotees, especially the ones that are young, that go down the spiritual path, and people around them, their families, cannot understand and accept. certain changes or loss of interest in typical worldly things that starts happening and this causes a big conflict for both for the devotee and naturally the the expectations and the projections of the family members and it is so common especially with the younger ones either the parents or if it's a spouse or even the children when this because they feel like they're losing the grip on them and it's a torment for them so i would like to discuss this with you sure yes it is extremely common you know let's use an example similar when one evolves on one spiritual journey you find that you're losing interest in your current set of friends you can no longer gossip you no longer share those kind of interests because those don't interest you anymore so you feel isolated not only do you feel isolated they stop calling you because they feel you become a bore and all that happens but the consolation is that things of the world don't interest you anymore because your journey has become a spiritual one your journey home so i would say that the strength when one loses one circle of friends for example because of one's journey is to know that what is not of primary importance to life and living is being lost and you are going after gold and it is painful why because these are our past identifications and conditionings which are being let go of that is always a painful process it is very rare that one is very happy that you know all that is going so know that that which is all identification based on conditioning is being moved aside you are not even doing it it's a natural part of this process of evolution now of course it becomes more complex with family because you are living with family family dynamics are in place where there is a lot of control in place the control is from the parents you should do this and you should not do that that is one level of control there's control from the siblings if one has siblings that is why sages like ramana maharshi ran away from their homes because that control dynamic they couldn't deal with anymore their path was clear so yes one can understand concern because parents feel that oh our child is not going to be able to survive in society how will our child earn a living those are genuine concerns you see because also the spiritual path tends to become an excuse for not doing anything you know if we just don't want to work for example we say oh we are on a spiritual journey this the ego Which tends to abuse this exactly so one can understand the concern but the genuine aspirant 
he has to he or she has to see because they know deep in their heart whether they are escaping Correct. or whether their pursuit is a genuine spiritual pursuit yes you cannot fool yourself Absolutely. you can fool others for some time but you really can't fool yourself as we said in the earlier interview there are signs which one will know whether they are genuinely on the path progress is happening yes and i feel see the primary things that interest like survival based things one then loses interest in uh, that is just work which is mundane uh, even physical interests fall off uh, money you know things of the world essentially the pull that it has on the average person which is usually fear based then starts to dissipate but this doesn't sit well with family members because they feel oh how will they survive yes whereas with the devotee it is total dependency same on baba but they will not understand that yes but this we have to be very careful about uh, nick because like i said it can be abused yes you it, know which is the yeah. fact is i have to live and work in the world for yes. my living yes. unless i'm one of those rare cases who's happy to live in the ashram for the rest of my life Correct. then by all means but one needs to know for oneself yes. now you see let's take it not so extreme yes. what happens when my family which is around me i don't resonate with their world view i don't resonate with them discussing politics at the dinner table let's say or you know they are talking about something which has absolutely no interest as far as i am in concerned so i tell them that look this is no longer what i engage my mind with and so please respect that as much as i respect that you are entitled to engage in it amongst yourselves it has to be a mutually understood relationship it cannot be one of opposition yes. where we say oh now i don't want to be with you yes. it cannot be one of exclusion Correct. it has to be one of understanding yes. and of accepting that everyone is playing their role as per their blueprint so the spiritually aware person that is why let's say someone like eckhart tolle for example since his name came up gave this beautiful example that let's say in a relationship there are two people and one is intensely agitated what could the other do to prevent this reactivity which is constant in an argument or in conflict is be the witnessing presence because if one of the two is the witnessing presence then there is no rebound possible yeah you can't have an argument with a fully conscious person one person cannot play a tennis match standing only on one side of the net True. you see so therefore very crucial question because it comes to me also mostly that you know the one person is considered the black sheep of the family because their spiritual journey has begun yes you know it is painful but it is for that person's learning also and it's a pointer to that person that now your journey is different you must respect and accept people are on their own journey a boy wrote to me 20 year old boy saying that his life is now fully on the spiritual path and he's read all the masters and he's loving it but he says i can't bear my friends because they all are on weekends going on drinking binges so i said see these are strong words 
you must accept that they are on their journey like you are on your journey. Now, if you derive your sense of self from those relationships, you will still be in that relationship because you are identified with them, right? If you don't, don't go out with them, but don't judge them. You see, because at that age, youngsters are dealing with so much in life already. And what is alcoholism? I'm no expert on it, but it's not really the alcohol. It is what one feels when one consumes the alcohol. So the relationship is with the feeling that individual has. That is why we feel some people loosen up, speak more when they drink. It's a very complex thing. So you may be on your spiritual journey at 20, you feel now I don't want to do all this nonsense. But do understand that their journey is theirs, your journey is yours. You may have a preference, but if you start judging them that they are wasting their time, how do you know? You are nobody to say that. They will come on to their own journeys when they are destined to. So you see, this separation which we create because we are on a spiritual journey and our family is not. Yes. We are on a spiritual journey, our friends are not. Again, very covertly, we try and make ourselves stand on higher ground that I am the spiritual one. My family does not understand it. We have to be careful of that also. also. You know, Ramdas, I think, had said a very nice thing. He said, if you feel you're so enlightened, go spend a week and live with your parents. Yes. Which is very beautiful <laughs> because I, I feel, regardless of uh, whether the family accepts it or no, on one level, if the devotee is sincere and they can go beyond reacting to a situation and they can stay conscious, something has to change. Because uh, essentially the family wants a reaction. They will do everything to probe reactions in you. Mm. And this in itself can then become a sadhana that I will stay conscious and see this through. And if you trust enough in Baba, he will... Because I have seen this in many cases, where when it is a genuine awakening in one member of the family, the, there is a certain change in the family itself that comes about in time. Absolutely, and forget that, our scriptures say that one member of a family is awakened or enlightened, it impacts seven generations. It is there in our scriptures, you see. And don't forget Maharaj's beautiful words when he was asked, is there any benefit of actually physically being near Guru? And he said that the trees around a sandalwood tree in the forest start emitting the same fragrance. Now, our forest is our home and our family members within that home. So, the way we are is bound to affect those around us. We just have to be that and it impacts others. You see, so if we are on the spiritual journey and we feel the others in our family are not, by our own example of how we treat them, how we look at the relationship, that is bound to create an impact when others around you see that you are more present, you are more accepting of situations, it is bound to impact them. It will have a positive impact. So rather than creating this divide of me versus them, they are like this, I am like that, rather than that dialogue, 
just be a living example of what your spiritual journey is your teaching is use your own judgment to stay away and not engage in the drama the daily dramas of reactivity which come up use your own uh, judgments in that but be a beacon of light be the sun which shines its light equally on all not reserving a specific love for a specific family member or friend and someone you don't like the sun does not say i'm not going to shine my light on them the people you don't like are your greatest teachers the people who push your buttons most are your greatest teachers in fact you should be more grateful to them because they are showing you aspects of your own ego yes. of your own reactivity yes. of what bugs you yes it's within you yeah. so it is actually in a sense a gift if you are not resonating with those around you because you can look within yes. what is it that is getting to you it's a nice way to look at it when an awakening happens within oneself that there may be a phase of transit but then that is an amazing gift or a ground where you can work with these patterns yes and i feel one of the key words here is non reactivity because you know they say tali ek haath se nahi bachta mm. so if your family members say if it's a, especially with the youth you know where they are pressed to study or pressed to do something that they don't have an inclination towards uh you know even if it's not spiritual i feel our world has become highly extroverted so even introverts go through something very similar where they are expected to talk expected to socialize and do certain things uh this similar pressure i can also sense yes, introverts yes, go through yes absolutely absolutely yeah. so the same would apply to them as well totally yeah so that again there are two sides of the story uh so fr- seeing it from the perspective of a family member uh i i think you raised something beautiful where communication and just realizing that everyone has their own views but then it's not a me versus you it can become a different dynamic where it's communicated nicely say that person is given their space and uh everyone else can pursue their own interests so then there's at least that conflict is reduced otherwise that burden of expectation becomes very difficult to handle that and also one more point parents need to understand and this is what my own guru said parents need to understand that their children come with their own destinies what parents do is they try to control the destiny of the child which we can understand from a point of view of concern but if a parent is also aware to a high degree and sees inclinations of a child the mindset of a child what direction it is taking they have to also trust the universe that maybe this is this child's journey you see that is why in our ancient systems horoscopes used to be shown the child's horoscopes to see their inclination yes. so the astrologer could guide the parents yes. that look this child is inclined this way so this should be his journey that was in the ancient systems of astrology so to exercise too much control over a child is to not accept that the universe knows best and your child will be taken care of provided your basic concerns for the child are looked at explained to the child that's all one can do and one does that 
you know on an ending note gautam uh, from the perspective of the devotee if they have these inclinations which are increasing in intensity uh, i believe it was an autobiography of a yogi and in ramakrishna dev's uh, gospel where ramakrishna dev talks about the specific prayer to god to reduce one's worldly responsibilities so one can spend more time in devotion now this obviously will happen when there is sincere devotion and it has crossed a particular threshold mm. even in autobiography of a yogi this thing was expressed i have felt and i have practiced this that rather than complaining say for example yes you stay conscious stay afloat in a situation that may not be the most conducive at the time but instead of complaining and reacting all your internal time you could channel into that prayer rather so you accept the situation it may not be pleasant and rather use your energy to the prayer and surrender that to baba's feet that baba you know what is best i wish to surrender to you and i leave this at your feet rather than try and take that on yourself to be like oh i have to break these shackles mm. of what i perceive as a binding at the time uh could you comment on that so that is the easy way out you see we tend to do that but we have to be pragmatic in life we have to be practical we have to do what is destined and we have to trust that at the appropriate time circumstances will be changed to make us be comfortable where we are we must accept that this timing is not in our hands you know we try to fast forward the process we try to blame people in that we try to enforce things now let's say i have to earn a living for example and at the same time i don't want all these responsibilities of the world yes. but i have to trust yes. that maybe i need to earn enough money maybe this is going to go on for some time yes. and god knows best absolutely you know god knows and at the appropriate time what has to happen will happen that is once again where shraddha and saburi come Kabir. we yeah. get impatient on our true, spiritual journey true. we get restless you know that you mentioned this there is a very important pitfall i see in common that many spiritual aspirants many of them have this where they have some specific goal in mind where they feel at some point they will reach some experience or some shift <laughs> yeah and then the journey is not as important as the end whereas in i think a lot of the zen traditions they say the journey itself is the destination that is what maharaj said the road is the goal exactly imagine you have a goal at the end and on that journey you're trampling over everyone you're complaining about all situations you're abusing people what kind of a journey is that all our journeys have the same end birth to death we all heading there yeah what kind of a journey is it what kind of relationships are there on your journey are those honored relationships are you treading gently on the path are you treading in awareness or is your thinking mind full of garbage are you walking enjoying the scenery the sky the sea or while you are walking your mind is full of thoughts and thinking incessantly about transient stuff irrelevant stuff what people did to you what they said to you why my life situation is this way why it can't be that way 
कंप्लेंट 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 आई नो समवन हुज द डॉटर ऑफ अ मिलियन एन मुंबई मिलियन एन हुज लाइफ इज अ लिविंग कंप्लेंट आइदर एट द रेस्टोरेंट यू आर एट यू आर कंप्लेनिंग अबाउट द वेटर्स हाउ दे नॉट बीन ट्रेन प्रॉपर्ली अबाउट द एयर कंडीशनिंग अबाउट द फूड और यू आर कंप्लेनिंग अबाउट द डर्ट इन मुंबई or you're complaining about why your parents are so strict with you or you're complaining about a friend who doesn't really respect the friendship is your dialogue a dialogue of complaint which means you want a what should be and you don't want to be established in what is sometimes the what is is not convenient but that is the journey to accept it regardless of what yes. it is exactly you may not That like is, what is yeah and the ultimate acceptance is freedom yes and yeah. because to even accept that you don't like it is acceptance yes yes exactly one doesn't have to like what is but one has to accept that also i think it's eckhart who said uh, the greatest source of peace is the acceptance of the unacceptable of which in this case like to a spiritual aspirant it's very painful when they are sort of cut you know constrained in a way but if that also is accepted it will lead to peace yes because why because one is no longer involved yes in the non acceptance yeah. we tend to build stories and movie scripts you see yes that involvement cuts off yes. so even if you don't accept something for example or you don't like something it ends there exactly you don't build this long story around it which is what we tend to do i like a little cute example osho would share he said he when he, someone drives a car and you know you have the dogs chase and bark at the car so what he would do is he would just roll the window down and look at them because they expect you to react and just look at them and they feel silly and they walk away <laughs> so i think that's a beautiful metaphor in life now whether you are the family member or the devotee if you are not reactive it falls away yes yeah because the game only continues as long as reactivity is there from right. either side right. so whether you're the family member or the devotee if you can remove that one hand yeah. then it will fall flat in some time absolutely yeah